This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Hey, everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, a special mini boner so that you can hear the difficult-to-understand audio from the Benson movie interruption yesterday at CineFamily in Los Angeles of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade with co-interrupters Zach Galifianakis, Paul F. Tompkins, and Anthony Jeselnik, which will enter your ears in a moment. It's Monday, June 17th, Two Oceans 13. L.A. friends, come see me at the Hollywood Improv tomorrow night. Special benefit show that I'll be headlining with a 20-minute set following a lot of other great comics like Bill Dwyer and Eliza Schlesinger. And I'll also be hosting a Q&A with some of the cast of the indie treat of the season, The Kings of Summer, at the Landmark Theater this Wednesday night at 7.40. I'm hoping that Allison Bree will be there. And I've got movie interruptions coming up in Austin, Texas, at the Alamo Drafthouse Ritz, and lots of stand-up and podcast tapings all over the country this summer. So go to DougLovesMovies.com for dates and deets. And now let's go to Cinefam, and as always, the Nazi party is a shithead. No, now, now we're going. Thank you, Hadrian. Hey, everybody. Happy Father's Day to all y'all. Looks like there's some, maybe the, still a little room in here, because it's uh, parking is horrible today. Yeah, you think that, you know, all the dads would just want to stay home and not deal with it, but uh, here we are, and um, we're going to watch what I, was the first movie that came to mind when I knew I was going to possibly do this on Father's Day, I was just like, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, let's go, one of the greatest father movies of all time, about the natural conflict that's going to occur when you're an American man with a Scottish father. (laughs) 
but the, just the mere coup of casting Sean Connery in that, in that uh, iconic role is uh, part of the reason we're here today. I'm also very excited to see the uh, River Phoenix prologue, because I always liked that guy, and uh, I miss him, and uh, so it'll be neat to see that part. But when this movie came out, uh, when I saw it, I was a huge, like, ridiculous Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom fan. Like, it, nothing had gone wrong yet, in my opinion. Uh, I know a lot of people don't care for uh, Temple of Doom, but they probably like Hook, so we're even. Um, <laughs> there was a strange passion for Hook out there that I did not know existed. I unearthed that accidentally, like, Pandora's box. Um, but anyway, so we'll see. We'll see how it fares today. Because I, I, I was, I was disappointed by it uh, at the time, and haven't really gone back to it. Because I'm just like, well, why not just watch Temple of Doom again? <laughs> Okie dokie, Doctor Jones. Hang on to your potatoes. <laughs> like that's great for so many reasons. <laughs> Uh, please help me in welcoming uh, my co-interrupters for today, Zach Galifianakis, Anthony Jesselin, and Paul F. Tompkins. Sit together on that. Don't sit all spread leg like that, like nobody else can join you. Do you want to sit down immediately, though? Well, you know. The other fellows did. Yeah, that's how we usually do it. That's Paula Tompkins, everybody! a day like today work Father's Day? Because you have children all over the country. <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> yes, the ones that you've managed to... I know about all of them, yes. Uh, how do you do that? How do you juggle all that? I just send a mass email. <laughs> BCC. I'm not a jerk. <laughs> and I say, where are my gifts? <laughs> I, I, Father's Day is not a problem for me because my father is dead, dead, dead. <laughs> I'm in the clear. It's great, right? It's freeing. Oh. But it's weird you get an email from, you know, paperless posts. Like, don't forget Dad on Father's Day. But like, why don't you think about who you're sending this to? <laughs> dads are not immortal. There's plenty of dead dads out there. Yeah, we all can't have Robert Pattinson for a father. <laughs> Unless they're trying to be spooky about it. <laughs> Invite Dad from beyond the brain. To your oh, do you like psychics that, uh, you know, the ones that uh, talk to the dead, do they get a lot of extra biz on this, on this day? Like, are you, you know, I want to call my dad today. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all people in movies talking to tombstones. <laughs> like, keep me on the other end somewhere going, oh, I'm glad you remembered Father's Day. It still exists here in this other world. <laughs> I would have been sad in heaven. Yeah. This is a terrible segue to the next guest. Uh, he's just going to have to suck it up. Uh, Anthony Jesselbeck is here. Everybody. Uh, second season of the Jesselbeck Offensive begins on... July 9th. 
Yeah, you heard me, Zach. And it goes out to you. The other night in the Douglas movies, when I said that a category was suggested by Neen Laquifa, Zach laughed for five minutes. I'm still laughing about that. I've talked about, about 18 times this week. I wrote back to that guy on Twitter to tell me I told him that you, you loved it, and I, I haven't heard from him. Oh, it's probably yeah, it's probably better that way. <laughs> Uh, Paul, you, what's your, uh, did you answer the question, Anthony, about this movie? Did you, yes. did you like it or remember the Nazi thing? Oh, the Nazi weapon. Yeah. That was literally seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a joke answer, right? Uh, sincerely. Uh, sincerely? Yes. I have seen this movie. And? And I remember wanting it to be better than it was. <laughs> okay. I specifically disliked a uh, special effects shot where a Nazi, not to give too much away, is sh shaking his hand at a dirigible in anger because it's going away and he's stuck down on the ground. And at least at the time, I know they rushed the movie in post-production, I believe was the story, but at the time there's like this like kind of blue line around his fist when he's mad at the dirigible. And uh, I did not care for that. <laughs> In my youth, I was much harder on these things. Now I just go, that's silly looking. Speaking of dirigibles, on my way here, I saw two wonderful things. I saw a blimp in the sky, which I always love. But I also saw blimp fans. But I also saw the manager of the Vista Theater dressed up in a Superman costume. In front of the Vista Theater? Yes. Okay. He, he dresses up in costumes, themed to the movie, and takes tickets. And he never lets you down. <laughs> but lets his wife down all the time. <laughs> what did he wear when they were showing Sucker Punch? Did he wear any costumes? I, I did not. I did. I was, it was not the neighborhood of that day. I know when you played there, he was covered in frost. That's right. <laughs> Because uh, that's one of the only, I've only seen one or two movies there, and that was one of them, I saw Magnolia there. Great story! Um, speaking of great stories, let's sit back and watch one together. Like, probably the last great story George Lucas probably will ever tell. This guy's kind of good idea, he's just getting up and eating before it starts. Beat the rush. So I'm going I'm to sit here with my Tito's and tonic, and 
It's actually Tito's with soda, but I don't know why I needed to correct that. Nobody cares which one it is. And um, we're going to show some five-second films that, uh, that feature uh, one of my buddies who interrupts sometimes, DC Pearson. Take that, Vine. Is that the whole idea? It existed before Vine. I think Vines are six seconds because they thought they might get sued by five-second films. Yeah, Five Second Films have been around for a while, and you and you, you will love their work. They do they do great uh, a great job. I don't know. I can't help but think like, what if they had ten seconds? <laughs> yeah, they might. Then they might change the world. But with five seconds, it's just fun. And um, and then also, uh, I'm sure Cindy Family's going to show you something <laughs> disgusting, or you know, give you an instant headache. That's part of why I love them. Uh, thank you for coming, you guys. Enjoy Indiana Jones. And what they said last crusade, that's a lie now. So, not to be negative. They were talking about crusades, dickhead, not movies. Oh, that's true. I'm glad I didn't stop recording yet. That was gold. Crusades, that, that wonderful uh, practice that they had. This is the last one. Oh! Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug